Welcome back to Classroom Brew. Please grab a beer and take your seats. It is episode 14. We are so close to winter break. Today's actually a Thursday, so I have one more day tomorrow. I'm probably going to do a a two-day recording because I really liked that. Kind of took the stress out of going for an entire uh, 45 to an hour in one sitting. Uh, So we'll probably do that. Hope you guys liked the hold music last time. I probably won't do that again. Uh, I am still in search of someone that can redo, or not redo, uh, can give me like a more custom theme song for the intro and outro music. I did initially, I was at, I was getting my oil changed at this place. And one of the, one of the guys that was working there, I think he was uh, one of the managers actually, uh, we just got to talking because I had my podcast headphones because I was doing a little bit of editing from my phone. And he asked me about them and I let him try them out and he liked them and we got to talking and found out that he's actually a music producer. Uh, so I got his number, but I'm not sure. I haven't really heard from him. We'll see how that goes. But we're still on the lookout for uh, anyone. And of course, someone text me as soon as I start. Yep. Put that on pause. Oh, it's Peter. Shout out to Peter. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm really hoping to get a theme song uh, pretty soon so that way I can kind of rebrand when I, I take like a quick little break. I am planning to do episodes during Christmas break, so be on the lookout for that. I'm still going to have plenty of content coming out. You might hear some creaking because I'm in like one of my older chairs that's uh, in my kitchen instead because my living room where I normally record the podcast is a mess with Christmas present wrapping. As a matter of fact, the couch and chair and floor, it's all covered in presents that have been wrapped and have not been wrapped. Uh, But all right, before we dive in, make sure you check out Classroom Brew. There is a hashtag Classroom Brew. There's also hashtag Classroom Brew Podcast. We are on Instagram at Classroom Brew as well as facebook.com slash classroom brew. If you could rate and review us in iTunes, Google Play, and any other apps that we're on, I can't remember. I'm sure there's more, like I think Podchaser can you know, take the feed and automatically do it for us, uh, even though I haven't submitted it like I did with iTunes, Google Play. There is a YouTube channel with some previews and some full-length episodes, uh, but not quite as much as you would get in a podcast app. Just look for the purple icon with the microphone. But anyways, I kind of wanted to start because I was a little bit frustrated with an article that came out Uh, recently about a handful of high schools in the area. Uh, If you don't remember, I teach social studies in a high school in an urban city. There was an article that came out that was saying that uh, trying to quote-unquote save urban schools is too cost-effective and not really worth it in the long run, which really frustrated me because they were using stats that were like from 2007 to 2008 and comparing it to stats from last year. So, you know, if you want to do the math on that one, that's approximately a 10-year gap, which means entirely different. That, that's multiple generations difference in students. 10 years between the SAT scores of juniors. And I don't even know if they did SAT back then. It might have been ACT. But there's a 10-year gap, so it's entirely different students. And so they somehow said, well, they've gotten all this funding in these schools that they're trying to turn around and it's not doing anything. They didn't think like, oh, it's different students. So... Uh, maybe it would be a great idea to check the feeder schools, right? And I can't stand anyone that they say that it's on the students because even though there are behavioral issues, there are problems in the schools that we have to work on with students, they're still learning. They're human. They're not going to be perfect. They haven't, you know, been brought up in a certain way while they're in school, things like that. But it's not on the students. So I, I don't like when they blame them because we have a lot of bright students. 
And sure, the article went on to say something like, yeah, there's a handful of them in every school that will do well. And it's like, oh, come on, dude. Every single student in the school is capable of doing something as long as they have that support and they have that effort there. I can't stand that. Like that article tried to find some silver lining after it pretty much took a shit on high schools. Really, I mean, the funding needs to go to those schools because there are issues that have to be worked out that unfortunately, power is money, change is money. But look at the feeder schools. If you're seeing, you know, a 10-year difference and the same SAT, ACT scores, whatever they were comparing, which is a bullshit stat to look at in terms of student growth, pretty much all standardized testing for the most part is not a good measure of student growth, but that's a whole nother whatever. But if we have, you know, two different generations of students, literally, and they're producing almost the same exact scores, maybe you should look at the elementary schools, the middle schools. When we get them in high school, it's almost, I don't want to say too late, but there are so many, like, if they're working on academic skills, there's so much that has already been set for them when they're in elementary school and in middle school. And it's ridiculous that that's part of the thing that they're going to, you know, gauge teachers in high school on. I don't, I'm not trying to say that it's the elementary school's fault, but clearly there needs to be some additional supports at the elementary primary level and middle school level so that it's not just, oh, okay, we push this student through and then we don't understand why their SAT score is not so great. That's such a big problem. It's not, not just in urban cities, too. It's everywhere, all over the United States. But somehow nobody seems to, <laughs> nobody seems to listen to the really bright people that have their masters or PhDs that are in classrooms, that they're in schools, they're in meetings, they're trying to advocate for students, IEP meetings, all of those things. Nobody wants to listen to that. It's always going to be some politician that has zero experience, a Department of Education secretary that has political ties and you know financial interests and has zero qualifications, but they still get you know a record-breaking tiebreaker from the vice president. I know I shit on Betsy DeVos a lot, but she's so unqualified, doesn't know what she's talking about. Anyways, that's all I'm saying is don't put the blame on the schools at the, the later levels all the time. If there's a problem, start to look at it throughout the student's career as a student. Offer that support before it becomes a measurable problem on a standardized test or the SAT. It's like, oh man, we should fix the throwing mechanics of this major league pitcher. No, no. Fix the throwing mechanics when they're a little kid and you work on it so that they maintain those good throwing mechanics all the way through, you know, little league, high school, college, minor league system. And then when they get to the majors, they have good, you don't fix it then. Like Jason Hayward, by the way, when they tried to recreate the swing, I know he did better this year than he did the first year with the Cubs, but good God. Which, it made no sense. I know they lowered his hand so it was it was quicker to get into the hitting zone, you know, into that load position. But the guy would raise him back up to where he usually had him. So he's essentially just making more... Anyways, not that we're talking about baseball mechanics. It just wasn't a very efficient uh, fucking load time preset, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Which also kind of brings this uh, this next point up. I was approached by my athletic director, well, not my, the athletic director in my school, uh, asking if I wanted to be the head coach of the baseball team, which is really interesting. So I'm kind of thinking, I mean, I would love to. It would be great to get involved in that way and, you know, 
impact the the culture and climate, you know, have those additional relationships with my current students, build on ones with people I just see in the hallway, things like that. Uh, and of course, great experience for me, but I'm not sure. So I, I kind of, I, I don't want to shut it down because I'm not sure how much commitment I'm going to get. Like we didn't have, you know, a lot of clubs and sports happen this year because participation was so low. So uh, I, I didn't want to be like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing that. Um, which I know some, some people, they're very outright because they seem to know her on a <laughs> very personal level. But I, I typically, I want to keep my options open. So I said, well, let's try an informational, you know, meeting, something like that, where students and possibly parents can show up. And depending on how, you know, the turnout is, that's when I might commit to it. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. It was interesting. Um, I was pretty happy about that. But anyway, so we're getting really close to winter break, like I was saying. And... <laughs> So I, I assessed on Wednesday so that Thursday, Friday, when I know attendance is going to be complete shit, because you're like, I don't have to come. I'll see you next year. It's like, no, it's not how it works. But I did want to, I, I pushed my students a lot because I have high expectations, regardless of, you know, the supports I give them. It's, it's still high expectations. It's still going to be tiring for them. So I figured, you know, we have 50 minute periods. I'll do a movie day. That way we can actually finish a movie Thursday and then finish or start it Thursday, finish it Friday, which by the way, uh, the top two options they voted for were uh, Suicide Squad. Okay, so superhero movie with, you know, innuendos and swear words. And I don't remember if that one's R. It wasn't that good. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't that good. Uh, so Suicide Squad was the first vote. Second one, Stuart Little. Yep, the mouse. Stuart Little. So that was interesting. But anyways, uh, so I assessed on Wednesday so that they could have an incentive day Thursday, Friday, you know, like snacks and a movie, make Christmas cards if you want, or or holiday cards, sorry, I used the word holiday cards on my boards. Uh, But this one student goes to hand in his his assessment, his unit three final, or is it unit four? No, unit three. Yeah, that's right, we got one more unit before, before the semester's over, after break. Yeah, so he uh, he hands in his Unit 3 final, but he comes up to me, and I usually have him put it into my, like, quote-unquote inbox. And um, he, he, like, starts handing it to me, and I was just going to say, oh, put it in the in-bin. And he goes, what? what? Oh, oh, no, it's it's mechanical. I was like, what the fuck? Like, in my head, I was thinking, what the fuck? And everybody, it's silent because it's a testing environment. Phones are collected and put into a lockbox. And everyone's like, what the fuck is going on right here? And... uh. I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, yeah, like mechanical pencil, like you push it in the lead. And I just, I just like kind of like held the paper that he had for his, his final. And I was like, put this in the in bin where you turn things in. He was like, oh, but everyone was like, oh, now we, he thought I said ink pen when I was saying in bin. Uh, and so he was, and it's funny too, because the way he said it, it sounded like you know those movies when someone like a bomb goes off next to them and they can't hear for a little bit, or they're like t- like the the guy in Private Ryan, where where they're trying to figure out because he knows where Private Ryan is and Tom Hanks is trying to interpret, um, and the guy's like you have to speak up, sir, and the the guy's like yeah you have to speak up, sir. He, he there's like someone next to him trying to help translate because uh, he can't hear very well, and uh, so he's like yes, yeah, sir. So he he can't hear too well, and then he goes yeah you can't speak up, sir. I can't hear. And it's funny because that's actually Jerry Bertier from 
Remember the Titans? That was like the only other role he had. I don't remember if it was before or after, but beside the point. Um, but it was funny because he was talking like that, as if a grenade went off him like next to his ear, just like Jerry Bertier's character, whatever the actor's name. I'm just going to say Jerry Bertier in Private Ryan. Um, she's like, yeah, it's mechanical. Yeah, like mechanical pencil. Like, like what the? But it was nice because the whole class got like a little... The whole class got a little laugh. But anyway, it's it actually hasn't been too bad. Um, I, I've been surprised at the use of um, like Christmas spirit in my school because we are public. I thought it had to be holiday. And I know there are students and staff members that don't celebrate Christmas. Uh, so I was su- surprised. Uh, like tomorrow is ugly Christmas sweater. I'm going to rock that one. Um, but it, it actually hasn't been too bad as far as, aside from that, uh, at the place that I work, my public school that I work at, but uh, Christmas music. Katie is huge on Christmas music. Like as soon as we made a deal on the way to the house that we were going to Thanksgiving for, we could not listen to it. But as soon as we were driving back, uh, she was like, we have to right then. So we, we compromised. It was more of a in her favor compromise, but even still no Christmas music before Thanksgiving dinner. And then it's okay to have Christmas music on the drive after thanksgiving dinner it's ridiculous but it, let's be real it was like thanksgiving lunch it was so early in the day um which is fine it was great i love you know having food that early but at the same time i was like god damn it now i have so much christmas music so early on which i don't know it's kind of nice she did most of the decorating i kind of helped out with the stuff that was tall but uh point being uh i was there was I don't even know why I had my radio tuned to... Probably from when Katie was in the car last. But my car's radio was tuned to uh, one of those stations that they switched to 100% Christmas music all the time. With a, a really depressing DJ, actually, by the way. Like she was like going through some stuff, and I feel for her, but it was it was depressing. Like the, Seriously, you turn it on, she'd be like, So my life is cold and miserable right now. Okay, let's listen to Gene Wilder singing... We wish you a Merry Christmas. All right, and we're back, so I almost killed myself, but uh, we're going to listen to uh, this next track after we take a couple callers, and the caller's like, can you please like cheer it up a little bit? It's supposed to be a happy time. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Can you cheer it up a little bit? She's like, I would love to, but I, I try so hard, and you know it doesn't really work, and there's nothing left for me to do here except for play this next track. All right, coming to you next, we have Michael Buble singing Sleigh Bells Ringing depressing as shit stop doing it i mean i feel for you but like come on like who's gonna tune into that i don't know the name of the dj i'm not gonna say it. i'm not gonna out anybody but whatever you're going through i feel for you but there's a there's a separation you know transparency is good but there's still a slight separation it's like that show teachers that it was like the office but in the setting of teachers in a school it didn't do very well i don't think because uh, people don't seem to give a shit. That sucks. Uh, but she, the the intro or the promo for it was, yeah, most of my students know that you know I'm going through a breakup and it's tough. And then she pauses and then she goes, maybe they shouldn't know that. It's like, yeah, probably right. Probably right. No, seriously, though, one time I seriously got into my car after, I've been doing a lot of Christmas shopping, but she was like, all right, so we're on a, it's a beautiful evening. 
for all you people out there, not for me because I'm miserable, but um, we got this next track. And every time I hear this track, I think about my ex-husband. Here's the track. This is Kevin Costner singing Santa Claus is Coming to Town featuring Tom Hanks. Like, what? Where are you getting these tracks from? You're really bumming me out, man. Uh, where was I even? <laughs> where was I? Oh, so the room's a mess with, like, not just decorations, but I, I couldn't record this and my usual spot because there's so many presents that Katie and I are wrapping and haven't wrapped yet, all that stuff. Music wasn't so so bad, but I was on this station. <laughs> That's quite a tangent. But I was on this station, and there's this, I guess, like, Pitch Perfect 29 is coming out, whatever the fuck number Pitch Perfect is on. I'm not a really big fan. Uh, I have seen one and a half of them because Katie made me watch one. And then I just kind of told myself when she said, we're going to watch the second one back to back. In my head, I was like, you're going to go to sleep right now. But it took me like a half hour because, you know, the movie's loud and has music. Um, there's, some, there's some bops in it. I'm not going to lie to you. But I, I heard the promo for the new one that's coming out. And it was like, let's Akka do this or Akka let's do this or it's Akka on. Akka shut the... F- Akka, shut your face. Akka, go away. I know they do it like ironically, like the whole movie is very ironic, but it's like, come on, if, you, if you're ironic all the time, 100% of the time, it gets annoying. Can't take that much irony all the time. So like a whole movie where it's about, you know, these like failed life people that do acapella every two years when they come out with a movie and they're somehow not in great shape and they make fun of them and, you know, uh, what's her face? Uh, like Melissa McCarthy and uh, the blonde chick from Pitch Perfect. Uh, just because they're a little overweight, everyone thinks they have to be the next Kevin James and just get hurt and fall all the time. It's like, it's not funny. It's not funny. But yeah, I heard that and I was like, Aka, shut up. Pitch Perfect 84. They're still 27 years old and they haven't figured it out. Pitch Perfect 14, 9. 14, 9. 49. Anyway, but yeah, so um, that came out and it's nice because this time of the year, uh, we're really pumped for break. Every single teacher, I think we're all a little, little worn out, just like our students are. So we, we feel warm. We're, we're all powering through. But we had like this nice little party at a bar uh, that was thrown by the administration and drinks were on them for like the first couple rounds. And there was food that was catered from this great place. It was basically street tacos. It was awesome. But it was a nice way to kind of end uh, like the, it was on Wednesday. So I assessed my kids and then got to go to a nice little teacher party and connect with people that I haven't really seen in the building. There is this one guy, I still don't know his last name. I feel so bad. Didn't want to bring it up because I think he knew mine. Not sure. He probably didn't. I'm going to say that so I feel better about it. But anyways, that was it was kind of a nice little get together. You know what I mean? Anyways, I think this is nice. We're at, we're at like the 20 minute mark and I'm almost... Uh, I'm almost ready to wrap it up for today, but please make sure you guys check out uh, that hashtag Classroom Brew as well as hashtag Classroom Brew Podcast. So before I, I kind of put this uh, episode on pause so I can go to sleep and go to work, yeah, I don't know, I took a pause right there, but uh, before we, we take a break and you know swap out uh, for day two's recording, which will come at you in a few seconds, uh, I got a quick little promo. So I wanted to let you know about a campaign I'm taking part in called Hashtag Two Pods a Day. It aims to introduce podcast listeners to two independent podcasts every day for the month of January. 
we hope to give visibility to some of the great indie podcasts that you probably haven't heard of. Hashtag two pods a day encourages you to listen more, listen indie. Find more shows like mine, Classroom Brew, by following hashtag two pods a day on Twitter and Facebook. All right, so thank you guys for listening so far. Stick with me. Uh, There's going to be a little pause here. No hold music this time, I promise. And uh, we'll be right back. All right, told you that would be quick. So this is day two of the recording. Um, It was actually kind of a fun day for me because it was just finishing up. Uh, They were watching Wonder Woman on Thursday and Friday. And it was also a shortened schedule so that they could have, there was a school-wide assembly. So uh, it was was mostly funny for me because even though I had to watch Wonder Woman five times in a row, two days a week, and like never quite getting to the end of, you know, the midway point and the end point, that was kind of frustrating. But uh, it was funny to kind of listen to the reactions of my students. Like she would, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, it's really good and you should check it out. But uh, scenes where she would like beat the shit out of some people or she would take out an entire bell tower or whatever. Some students would be like, oh, hell yeah. Like they didn't like, it, it's just kind of funny. Like, it was some entertaining stuff. Or, like it was just a good time for me. I don't have any like specifics, but it was fun to listen. They, so like they didn't even, they weren't thrilled about watching Wonder Woman. Because again, they voted for like fucking Stuart Little and Suicide Squad. Those were the top two options. Pretty much everyone liked it by the end of the two-day incentive thing because it was shortened day to day, so like one and a half. But anyways, uh, I was kind of looking through. There was some funny stuff uh, that uh, Jimmy Fallon actually. So uh, he does a lot of interesting segments. They're pretty funny. I I think I I prefer Jimmy Kimmel because you know Jimmy Kimmel doesn't laugh at everything every five seconds, and he has a little bit more uh, to say about what's going on currently. Uh, but I do like there's, and I wonder if I'll ever wind up on this, but there's hashtag my weird teacher. So, uh, and I'm not looking at like any top ones right now. I just kind of went to the hashtag because I saw a few on this segment. I thought it was kind of funny. So I decided I'm going to check it out. Hashtag my weird teacher used to meow at her students and call us bad kitties. If we did something wrong, Fucking crazy cat lady person, teacher, this one's a teacher saying it's my goal to be featured on hashtag my weird teacher. Oh, this is just gross. In sixth grade, our teacher would shave her legs during lunch in the classroom at her desk. Hashtag my weird teacher. That's fucking weird as shit. Don't do that. Never going to do that. That separation that I was talking about, it doesn't just apply to radio DJs. Applies to everybody. My, (laughs) I'm going to do this. My high school biology teacher used to make us carry carry around the lower portion of a moose leg as a bathroom pass. Hashtag my weird teacher. The uh, uh, okay. I'm going to have to find a, a moose leg now. My teacher saying Barney at the end of class. <laughs> Mind you, I was in eighth grade. That sounds about right. There's always that one that'll infantilize children. Oh, man. These are good. Shout out to to Jimmy Fallon for this. This is my absolute favorite one, though. So this one was actually on Jimmy Kimmel, but not that we're, we're not sponsored by them, but you're welcome. Jimmy Kimmel, maybe, or Jimmy, Jimmy, why do I keep saying Jimmy Fallon? Uh, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, this was the one. So on our birthday, my, my teacher would draw a cake with candles and he would make us go up to the board and blow them out. 
The candles weren't out until he said so. Hashtag my weird teacher. Just like you wait eight minutes. All right, go blow out your candles. Fast forward 10 minutes. One million. Okay, the candles are out. Good job, Bill. Meanwhile, Bill's dead. You know what's crazy is I just realized that I've been a first-year teacher longer than I have been a student teacher. Like, with winter break coming up, I started in January for the spring semester, and now it's already the time that I would have been student teaching. That's that's crazy to me. Someone was someone brought that up recently when we surpassed uh, the time like a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, my God. Anyway, sorry, that had nothing to do with the hashtag. I, I just had a moment. But anyway, hashtag my weird teacher. Nice job, Jimmy Fallon, on that one. So there was this um, assembly that I was talking about with like the ugly Christmas sweater thing and... We have a lot of really talented students that like they do solo performances, singing, and we have some students that they, you know, are actually creating music, like raps and stuff like that about the school. Uh, it gets a little old when, you know, they play that every day, but you know what? You got to celebrate, you know, the accomplishments, the tasks, whatever, the things that these kids are doing. So that, you know, that's kind of cool. I actually, I really liked that. But there's an ugly Christmas sweater contest. And uh, honestly, I think one of the students that I have, you know, early in the morning, I think he had the best one up there. But there there was a, a teacher. See, that's the other thing. I think there should have been a a student versus uh, teacher thing. Like, don't, don't have them, not versus. There should be a student category and a teacher category because a teacher wound up winning. I don't know. I kind of felt like it, it didn't seem right that a teacher won a gift card to wherever. I feel like it should have gone to a student and then for like, a, a teacher or a staff member it should have been something else you know but the the teacher that did win she had a like she did it herself it was pretty epic there was like a stocking that she made on the back and there were lights that she wired herself and it's hideous it's a great job it was also funny too because my my principal she had been bragging about she has the ugliest christmas sweater uh like no one's gonna be able to top it and it was actually one that katie had worn the year before and i was like that is really fucking ugly you're right that's that's great but anyways, this assembly was going on, and there was this really funny moment where there, there's this one guy that seems to, there's only, you know, it's, it's a very small department in social studies in our school, but there's this one guy that he knows that we're the only few social studies teachers, and he keeps trying to make us do some sort of PowerPoint with him. Like, he has these, he's like, I've got these 126 slides, I want to go through them with you. And as soon as I hear that, I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Don't want to go through slides. I'm pretty sure in the last episode, that's what Katie said was the thing that she hated about school was that all her history classes were watching slideshows and the teacher lectured, which is exactly what we don't do. So if I don't want to teach that way, because I think it's boring, obviously students are going to think that's boring. So why is this guy coming to me saying, hey, let's do this historical presentation PowerPoint. It's the greatest thing ever. You need to need to sit down with me and do this. Stop. Stop. Right there. Okay. Don't want to do it. Also, not interested, okay? But he seems to be taking a liking to, what's the word? Not cornering. He sees his opportunities when he knows that social studies teachers will be somewhere. And like I said, he seizes them. So I'm really, uh, I mean, I don't want to be rude to the guy. He's, he's a, a nice guy in the community. He's not a staff member, but a nice guy nonetheless. 
but it's like, I, man, I don't need, I've got IEP meetings and uh, working with 504 plans and meetings with my department and grade level. And then I've got, you know, planning and teaching and then living and eating and grading and taking students one-on-one to work with them. Study halls. Don't have time to go through your hundred slide presentation. That should never be a sentence. I've got this great slideshow. You'd love it. Even if it's like, I went on vacation. You want to see my slideshow? No, nobody wants to. So stop it. That being said, I do actually like, like when I do see some really cool vacation pictures, I do get interested. I'm more of a, hey, watch this quick little video type of a thing. I know uh, Anna, she's uh, not a fan of people sharing videos back and forth when they're in a room. Like, oh my God, don't do that now. But I do enjoy that to to a certain extent. But anyway, uh, that was really, um, that's about all. Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, yesterday. See, it's funny too, as soon as I think I'm done for the week. But yesterday I mentioned that I was going to try to contact the guy at the oil change place where I can get a custom track. I actually reached out to a local studio because I was like, you know what? It's almost the new year. I want to get a custom track. Uh, and there's there's these guys over on the south side that they just said, hey, send us some videos of what you think you want it to, to be like. We'll combine some things. And a magnet fell. I'm going to die in this house. But I'm really excited because it was like a reasonable price. These guys seem to know, you know, even like when I was just kind of talking, they kind of, oh, okay, we know what you can do. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Uh, this guy named Marlon seemed like a really cool guy. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. So be on the lookout. I'll for sure make some sort of an intro type of thing to let you guys know that I have a new intro song that's custom for Classroom Brew. That's probably what I'm most excited about. Definitely, because custom song, that's when you know, no matter how many followers you got, you know, you you gave it your all when you've got a custom song. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but, you know, I'm I'm really kind of looking forward to this. This is my, uh, my winter break. I've got two or three weeks off. I'm just going to relax, even though it's a fucking disaster in my living room with Christmas presents. That's And that's the other thing, too. I had to, before I could record this after I got home, I had to wrap a bunch of stuff just to give myself enough room because I did not want to do it in my kitchen because I want to relax. I want my usual spot. Definitely going to have to upgrade to, like, a bigger place next time. So there's, like, a separate room that we don't use at all, maybe, like, a two- or three-bedroom or something like that. They can have, like, an office and then, like, a podcast studio and, you know, maybe Katie can do her YouTube stuff. But anyways, disaster in here. And I thought about, you know what, let's do like a, a wrapping while doing this podcast episode because that'll be entertaining because honestly, there's nothing more frustrating to, like if I'm wrapping presents or in traffic, you can just count on the profanity coming out. It's going to happen. You're just wrapping a present, you're like, fuck, where's the tape? Where where are the scissors? Where are the, Somebody find the scissors. No, 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 the good scissors, not those scissors. Those ones are loose and they don't they don't slide with the paper. No, 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 you can't even slide with this paper. You have to use that paper. It's the good quality paper. Like Katie wrapped all her stuff and she has like a variety of different like papers and stuff like that. I've got one, maybe two different kinds of papers. They all say, uh, Merry Christmas and there's a Santa waving. No expression on his face. It's not a very uh, like cute looking wrapping paper. 
But I was in a time crunch. And now I know I have to get tape. That's honestly why I was able to record this, because I needed to get tape. And I was like, you know what? This might as well be a... Might as well. Might as well be a little podcast break. But excited for break. Not sure what I'm going to do. For sure going to do some content coming out here uh, with some people. Um, my buddy Chris is going to be on. Maybe Amy and Drew. I'm trying to think who else might be on. Maybe Brian. We'll see. Uh, Brian is a significant other of Aisha, who was recently on. So that'll be exciting. Maybe I can get them both on at some point before the end of the year. Probably not over break. People are busy. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty excited. We've got... I know Chris is really big on facing history and ourselves. Uh, he's actually the person that kind of turned me on to that whole world where you have all those resources and it's all good stuff. So pretty excited for where this podcast is going to go. Be on the lookout for that new theme song. Check out that hashtag for My Weird Teacher. And then, of course, check out your favorite hashtag, hashtag Classroom Brew or hashtag Classroom Brew Podcast. All right. This was episode 14. Thank you guys for listening. Subscribe, rate, and review, all that good stuff. And we'll see you next time. Class dismissed.